Welcome to Uplift, inspiring stories to uplift the world. Today, we are blessed to have Adrian Smood to enlighten us and to uplift our spirits with few interesting stories. Adrian, the floor is yours. Thank you for having me. So the story that I wanted to tell is, so I'm a real estate investor. Let me give you a little bit of background on me. Uh, I've been a real estate investor for a long time. I was a hobby landlord, real estate investor. I found my niche years later in the mobile home space. So a single unit mobile home with the land, uh, not the big parks or anything. There's a little forgotten niche. And then I got laser focused in it. And I made the goal to replace my wife's income with my business. Now, I was a hobby landlord for a while, so I, I got some of my mistakes out of the way in that learning curve time. But then I went straight head on. We uh, lived a pretty frugal life where we snowballed my business and lived off of her income. So that made it a possible for me to achieve a really strong goal in one year, replace the next the rest of what we needed, which was about 70% of her income I needed to replace. And I did it. Uh, well, take it back. I did it in 13 months and she kept the agreement that she didn't believe was possible. So what was that agreement that she could retire, quote unquote, we'll talk about why it's quote unquote, the retirement at the age of 29. And the reason I say that she kept her side, she didn't fully believe it was possible, but I kept reaffirming her, which in hindsight, I can realize I was actually reaffirming myself as well. You know, I knew it was possible. I don't know how much I believed it at the time. So in 12 months, we were one property away from having her income fully replaced. And she had gotten frustrated enough with her current uh, job that at a hospital that she liked it, but didn't fully love it. She's an RN and she then quit and then went uh, PRN. So that's like basically part-time as needed. And cause she's not one just to sit on the couch and do nothing. Like that wasn't ever her goal, but it allowed her to take charge and say, I will work when I want to versus the employer saying you will work here or you won't at these hours or you don't. So she had that ability, which she loved, because then she could take a week off, two weeks off. And then a month later, I got the last property we needed. But then keep fast forwarding a few more years, uh, COVID happened. And she decided she had a calling that she wanted to go and be a COVID nurse pretty early on. Well, she was able to quit the jobs that she had. So she's a person of security. I'm more of the risk taker. You know, you, a lot of times couples are like that and but because of the income from my businesses she felt confident to quit her job and go and do this scary travel nurse thing and she learned that she really enjoys it so she's traveled all around the country she's uh, lived in Hawaii for a bit uh, Colorado uh, we're actually in Colorado now as we're recording this because she absolutely loves so I make homes for 13 weeks now and a lot of what I have enabled her to be able to do is follow her passion that she wouldn't have been able to do without my business. So, yes, I love my business. I love everything I get to do within my business, the teaching, the helping my residents, the helping the people out of properties. But what I never realized I was doing is helping her 
live her life and her dream that she didn't even know was a dream. Like she didn't have this laid out on a roadmap. I'm more of one that lays out all my, my goals for years and years in advance. And she's not that, but she couldn't have taken that risk. So it's a pretty awesome on both sides of our lives. You know, we backed her out of the business. She was very involved in the business and behind the scenes. But then she's like, I don't love it. I love helping me. She loved helping me and she liked what it did for our bank account. But that's not really what we're only here for. So I don't know if you want to go any different directions with it. It's it's a beautiful business and personal interwoven. I really like how, I mean, we we hear a lot of stories from the perspective of women who are deciding to finally follow their heart, follow their passion and build a business for themselves to sustain themselves throughout their entire thing. So uh, the thing that matters the most in that kind of case is how someone is suddenly able to pursue her passion. And you come into play and say, hey, do you realize I'm following my passion and now my passion is fueling her passion because now she can start to dream and she can start to be herself. She can start to follow her true passion, discover what it really is, becoming all that she can be because that now she believes in herself. You have believed in herself from the, from the beginning as well. And bringing all of that together, that is encouraging to meet a good man like you who is able to safely allow his woman to fly and be all that all that she can be that's pretty amazing yeah and as much as i said i'm a dreamer and a planner forward i can't say that was all in this plan you know that i knew that this was all going to happen uh, i knew that i wanted to give her more freedom and it, it's worked out i think part of what I've learned from it is not to have that perfect plan all the way out because it would have never worked out the way it is. I just would have never been able to dream that this is what we have. And it went from her following a little bit more of me and helping me out my businesses to now I kind of follow her. So we spent 13 weeks in Maine and now we're 13 weeks in Denver, Colorado. And now I'm following her. And I'm able to run my business. I, you know, I have to fly and travel some. But it's pretty cool to now be like, all right, well, what do you want? And I would never have thought that. And part of it is because of the growth she got. Like You kind of implied to that. And, you know, I, she's always been super supportive of me. And I've always been super supportive of her, which sometimes is difficult because those are conflicting, uh, which is actually that's where we're going at right now is where to live. I never thought I'd ever move out of Florida. That was actually a hard no. That was a very hard no. Like I'm not moving out of Florida. I had like three things. I don't care where we live or anything. We're going to live close to Plant City, Florida, which is my hometown. I wanted a garage and I want a high-speed internet. And I'm like, you could pretty much pick everything else. I don't care about the colors of it, walls. I don't care about almost anything else. And now we're looking at not living in Florida, don't have a garage. I do have high-speed internet. <laughs> But it's the growth pattern of I want to support her and where she's going and she's happy. And really, I'm happier with her and supporting her and the times that we have together that 
two car garage isn't that important. And Planet City, yeah, I have to make some more money so I can fly back there more often. But I get the both best of both worlds. Yes. So um, what I would like to have you talk more about is this idea of retirement, because we, I mean, I was born in 1978. I would say in the last generation of people who believe that you work 40 years uh, for 40 hours a week and for 40, I don't remember what, but, but the three times 40. <laughs> and that uh, retirement is like, okay, I'm counting the number of time until retirement. I'm in that last generation who thought that way. And I was already groomed into the next generation thinking, um, you have to take care of yourself because the time that you get to 60 something years old you will not get any money from social security so build your wealth for your old age now that you can because don't uh, don't count on the rest and you talk about retiring at 29 years old what does retiring means for you i love this question i wish more people thought about this and talked about it I couldn't agree with you more, and I've had a lot of wake-up calls with this topic recently. I had a friend earlier this year pass away at 39 years old. Yeah. And fortunately, he did live a decent life. You know, it wasn't just all waiting for the retirement day. He lived, I believe he was very happy in the moment of his daily life and business. And we do, a, I think, a very good job of that, uh, my Aaron and I. And... It's a more of a struggle, I would say, for me. She's a little bit better at being present in the moment of, like, let's live life now. And I'm more of, yes, but we need to have a little bit more of a future planning because I'm that goal setter further out. Then there's times that she's like, I'll say be frugal because we both got brought up frugal and, like, oh, save, save, save. So there's a balance somewhere because we don't want to hate it when we're in 60s in that retirement age. But for me, really... I want to live life now and even better every year. And I honestly, I don't think I'll ever retire in the sense that you were talking about like that. I have a friend in uh, my, uh, he's 11 years older than me. I'm, I'm not very far uh, behind you. I'm eight, 1983. I was born. And my friend that's 11 years older than me. We had this like bet at one point of who's going to retire. And we put the air quotes in there. And then we finally realized neither one of us is ever going to stop because he he's set now. He doesn't have to work another day. He has a worst case scenarios set for their whole algorithm of life that they're going to die with money they can't spend. But he's like, I get paid now to do what I'm going to go and pay to do in retirement. He goes hunting, fishing. He's paid to bring people <laughs> to do all that. He's like, this is what I'm going to do anyways. And, and I'm the same way. I, my goals, though, within my business is to do less of what I don't love. And that changes all the time. You know, like, so I don't have a podcast. I, I love getting on them because I don't want to do the work side that you have a work behind the scenes. A lot of people don't realize that's work. And I'm like, oh, I don't do that. <laughs> so I'm more and more of like, all right, I get to show up and have fun today. And I, I work to do more of that and hire out the rest. And that's my goal. I believe I'll be teaching forever. I, I love it. I'm really setting up. That's a passion business of mine. The buying side of the business, 
that I see always being there. It's going to change over years. And I'm, I'll say more passive in that. I like to troubleshoot challenges. I like to problem solve for the seller, but I don't love the day to day of it anymore. So I'm hiring people to do that and outsourcing that, uh, you know, Erin is still figuring out exactly what that is for her. You know, she knows uh, so Colorado is probably going to be a long-term place for us. She knows she wants that. She doesn't have a desire to stop being a bedside nurse, but she wants the freedom to be like, you know what? I don't want to work for the next two weeks because my friend's going here and another friend's going here. I want to go to both. She wants that flexibility. So she's on that journey now, figuring that out, slowing down the travel nurse because she got to go and explore all over the country and got paid to do it. You know, part of it is yes, that business is slowing down of the travel nurse, but she's also just getting kind of tired of it. You know, multiple years <laughs> of you're in one home for 13 weeks, you get halfway through and you have to start looking for the next place. And it's a, almost a run. And so it's the next stage. And fortunately she has saved enough while having fun through it that she could take a break. So it's, it's that balance of kind of living a little retirement feel now with still looking long-term. Uh, one caveat of all this is we don't have any kids. <laughs> so it makes all this way easier. We do plan to have kids. So that'll change a lot of this dynamic uh, to me. We just have to make a little bit more money because I, I hear kids want to get fed and they want to have fun stuff. So they, they cost a good amount of money. And I want to be home with them a lot more. I love the concept of being a, uh, at home dad. Uh, I, I actually want to homeschool. And she's she's not. So like kind of, you know, the traditional roles, I'm more of the one that wants to be the homemaker. And I think she'll want to do more of that then. But the beauty is we have both setting our lives up that, she can make that decision that she she's never going to quit altogether. I don't think, I really honestly don't think anyone wants to truly do nothing. I think because nothing is, is death. I mean, sorry, yeah. you cannot do nothing, but you can choose what you love to do. Exactly. So that is what makes a whole difference. I, I totally agree. It's that mix that for me, that's where, so I have a life vision. And then I have business visions and it's where I want my life to be. And it's a never ending document. You know, I get close to it and I rip it up and start a new one. That doesn't mean <laughs> I'm like chasing this, you know, fake goal that I can't accomplish, but it gives me what I want to look forward to. And my business visions all get filtered through the life so that my businesses are serving my life versus the way that I think we're traditionally taught. We serve our business or we serve our W2 which is, I mean, I, I, I believed, I want to call it a lie. I believed that lie for the longest time. And then I met people that weren't doing it at a young age. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, I thought this was possible to not do that. <laughs> and the last piece I'll, I'll kind of throw in on this is I, we choose not to have what I'll call is this fancy extravagant life. Um, we don't have fancy Check. cars. Yeah, well, actually, no, she kind of does now. She has a, I think a three-year-old Ford Bronco. That's a pretty fancy car to me. I'd much rather have a lower-end car that gets me safely that might be a little uglier because then I get to take some time off and go hiking. We love nature. So we didn't have to ask anyone to go on a, a week-and-a-half road trip 
the three national parks. I'd rather go spend my time and money effort there than on something that looks great on Instagram for this car that, yeah. Well, well it's funny that you talk about how, um, I mean, I think that three national park looks much better on Instagram than a great Lamborghini, whatever. I'm with you. <laughs> I don't think the I think that's why we're talking here. You know, I don't think the general public believes that though. No. Is unfortunately. So you really talked into that word retirement, which actually means saving enough money to not have to work for money. This is what it actually means replacing the income so that you do not have to submit yourself to someone else's will and dreams in order for you to sustain your basic lifestyle because it's not even a lot when you that kind of things <laughs> you just like balance the thing can i just ask you one weird question because you are in the real estate something that runs through my mind for about 10 years that i'm living in the united states did you notice that everywhere in the United States, and it's a yes or no question to get started, a salary, a, a basic decent salary is the same value, the same amount of money than a basic decent rent? I mean, it's 2000 for 2000 or 3000 for 3000. It's like, really? Is that normal in the entire United States or just in Los Angeles? I think it's normal everywhere. I haven't, I'll say, done the research. The kind of joke that I make whenever I'm teaching around, like if these numbers sound low, add a zero. You add a zero to the income and you add a zero to the purchase price. I think the percentages are the same. You know, your income salary to how much you pay for rents or a mortgage, that ratio, I think it's pretty close to the whole country. Yeah, there's some outliers. You know, California has some of the higher outliers. You know, then you can go to North Dakota, has some pretty low, but I don't, people aren't running to live there. And I love your definition of retirement because that's, that's what it is for me. I, I love what I do. I, if I have too many days in a row or maybe even weeks in a row of not being excited about what I get to do that day, I recheck myself and yeah, we don't have to make any more money if we want to sit at home and not do anything. That doesn't mean we can go on a lot of vacations. That mean, you know, we just want to live, but that's not what we want a little bit of money wise, but also like I said, I love the education piece. I love, this was exciting to me to get on here today. Some yes. people look at this as work. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I look forward to this. I wish I could do three and I, about three is my limit. Actually, I did four one day and I learned that's too many. My voice didn't like it. <laughs> but this is exciting for me. And until it stops being exciting, I'm going to keep doing it. And once that day comes, something else will be more exciting and I'll shift my life that way. That's fantastic. Adrian, you have been absolutely exceptional. Thank you for bringing this piece of changing the meaning of retirement to what it really means. To actually make 
that yearning for the passion of life for what for for your true purpose for what really excites you may that be your north north star all the time and that is actually what retirement means with your story thank you and when you explain that i thought of one more thing if i can share please because i i hear people thinking because this is what i used to think well how do i find that passion you know i i don't love mobile homes i never thought i would love mobile homes i it was a slow journey like i said i'm good at goal setting further out but i've really learned is to stop figuring out how to get there yeah. if i have that further goal the road will find its way a few hundred feet in front of me at a time and I think that that's where a lot of us screw up is, well, I don't know how to get there. Well, if we know something that's emotionally moves us or where we want to get, and we just keep that in focus, we'll find the road. It's going to be dirt road at times. It's going to be a highway at times. As long as we have that emotional big why of our version of retirement, the rest figures itself out and to stop worrying. That's one of my more recent life lessons is, Stop trying to know it all. Yeah. I learned that the hard Perfect. way. Yeah. I fully, fully agree with you. And when you look at quantum physics, manifestation, all these uh, universal laws of the universe, it plays exactly that way. The how is none of your issue. Think about the wish fulfilled, the destination, what you want to accomplish. Feel that as having already happened. And before you know it, it collapses in reality and done. Woo! <laughs> and you have a new miracle to tell. And what's frustrating to me is I believed all that science, but I wasn't doing it. Ah, and okay. I, I said, this is like within the last few months, really coming to grasp. Like, I love all that. I dive into it. I mean, I'm not the biggest nerd on it, but I, I, you know, I do my meditation, my visualization. I do it daily. And then as I grew really recently, like, no, actually, I was kind of hanging on trying to have control of it. And I looked back at some key moments within the last few years that I just truly said, I don't care anymore how I get there. I just know and have uh, one of my coaches called childlike faith. Yes. And when I've had that, it's just so incredibly simple how it worked, but it didn't work until I, I felt that not said it. Yeah. And it's a frustrating thing. Cause I said, I believed it. I just wasn't feeling it into action and it's so easy to say we believe it and more difficult at least for me it was more difficult to actually relax and feel it versus say it if that that's it might true. make sense to you truly true truly true okay i throw it in the last story about manifestation because that was the child experiencing manifestation in her own i think she was like six or seven years old or something like that she wanted to be a mermaid with blue hair. That's something we cannot bring her like, bam. So it's something that she really has to manifest for herself because being that, okay. But one thing we did with my husband, my husband did a lot for that, Sasha. He did a lot for that. He told her, do not listen all the naysayer people are going to tell you it's impossible whatnot do not believe them you believe that you are a mermaid with blue hair 
believe it to be true and before you know it it will have manifested in some way or another she believed him because a child like faith believes it <laughs> within one week she was offered to braid blue thread in her hair so that was already a very good way to do it and then she was offered a costume of a mermaid to show an entire fish-like end of body and a cute, adorable um, bikini something. And she was actually able to be a mermaid with blue hair. And we were like, you've manifested it in a way. Thank you. That is awesome. See, hearing <laughs> and hearing stories like that, I for me it's very helpful for whenever my faith tr drops a little bit. You know, it gives me that recharge. Like, oh wow, if she can do that, I can do this simpler thing that's way more achievable, quote unquote. Like, I actually know how it can happen. You know, I'm not trying to be a mermaid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's awesome. Yeah. It works. We just have to. Have that childlike faith actually feel it not not say it feel it it's feel it you feel it first you can share it with your significant other if both are on the same wavelength <laughs> i put this big if in there if both are on the same wavelength and believe the same things and achieve the same things in the same direction then yes you can talk with that person specifically about all your not yet existing thing because in your mind's eye it is but when you come back to your center, you just feel it to be true. And you are achieving exactly what Jesus told us on earth. Ask as if you have already received and it shall be given to you, which is manifestation 101 taught by Jesus. Yeah, hey. we just we just manifest that. We just do that. Yeah, I, yeah, I love it. The other thing I do, because I said Aaron's very supportive, but I would say not as deep into this world as I am. So, you know, every moment can be of talking about this can be a little draining on her. So I'm in multiple masterminds that also give me that outlet of a community that I can say, yeah. Hey, this is going to sound really crazy <laughs> to the <laughs> most of the world. And they're like, no, no, tell me more. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. You know, they're excited about hearing it. So th that helps me because yeah, I have people in my life. I, I would tell them some of these things and I, don't because I know how crazy they think I'm going to be. Yeah, that's all good. Don't don't worry about those who call you crazy. It's often a projection of that that same person who says that rather than a, a mirror of you. So understanding that it's like okay, bless them. That's it, and you and you just move on. Yeah, this has been a great conversation. I, I <laughs> hope everyone is taking the nuggets from this. I, I'm getting a lot from it from hearing the stories from you and you know and i already believe it but it's it just what is it zig ziglar that motivation you need like a, it's a second like shower you need a little bit every day and i think this oh, is yeah. similar you need the reminder all the time yeah. because our human minds forget play tricks or whatever you want to say like we just start forgetting it or uh, yeah. not having that childlike faith wow okay Adrienne, you have been a blessing. Thank you for having uplifted and enlightened our spirits for a little while.
Thank you for your presence. We have all the description of your links to connect with you and learn more about your business and everything in the description. If you have one website to share with us, what would it be? Lifestyle-REI. And that has my blog and my social medias and different things in it. Yes, it's real estate, but as we've talked about, mindset's really big. So I put enough mindset in there to we'll almost say trick people into listening to it when they came for real estate because uh, I believe it's the more important piece of it all and the real estate doesn't work without it. Anything doesn't work without it. Everything. Mindset is first and then we accomplish things. <laughs> yes, thank you thank for having you. me. This has been wonderful. For me too. Thank you so much.